Welcome to the 60th episode of Solid Rock. I'm Nicole Blazik. Today is May 4th. Here in the Midwest, I think spring is finally here. I think I saw that thing called the sun come out, even though we hadn't seen it in, feels like forever. And I got to see it and I got to feel warmth. And I finally think I can put away my winter coat. I mean, it's only May 4th, right? How's everyone doing? I hope you all are doing well. I'm just really reflecting and thinking about all the opportunities that the Lord has given me to share and encourage others in their walk with Jesus Christ. One of them is this podcast. I'm so thankful for it and for all of you joining me and supporting me. If you or anyone else you know is looking for a speaker for a women or a youth event, I'd love to talk with you. They can contact me at nmblazc at hotmail.com. Big news happening in the United States. And finally, some good news. There was a leak that came out of the Supreme Court that there was a draft of overturning Roe versus Wade. This is a step in the right direction. Believers, we need to pray. This has been an abomination to the Lord since it's been passed in 1973. We need to see the lives of the innocent being protected. That brings us to today's podcast. We will be talking about what is going on in our culture. I see that our culture is crumbling and falling apart. I want to jump up and down and scream. Does anybody else see that the United States is on fire? It's falling apart. Does anyone else see this too? Today, my sister Lindsay joins me to talk about what's going on in our culture. Lindsay is married to her husband, Chris, and she has two of the sweetest and most adorable little ones, I mean, I may be partial. I'm their auntie, Lucy and Liam. Welcome to the podcast, sister. It's nice to have you back on with me. How are you doing? I'm excited to be here. We maybe would call this sister, sister time. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but do you ever feel like you're in the twilight zone? I don't know, but I sure do. I do. Because I feel like standing up and waving my hands and saying, does anybody see what's going on? The United States is on fire. I feel like our culture is upside down. And I'm like, where are we? What is going on? Does anybody else see this too? Here's just a few things that are just, just a few that I came up with um, that I'm going to list. And then we can talk about some of them. There's a bill uh, that is proposed uh, that they are trying to get gender surgeries for children where they take off body parts because they do not identify with what they were born as. That is appalling. We have abortion. In Maryland, there is a proposed bill of killing a baby up to 28 days after it is born. That is a proposed bill in Maryland. We have, as we just saw in the Olympics, we saw that there was a male who was competing in the swimming competition. We have male in um, males who identify as women, as they say, in girls' sports, which I have children who play sports, and that is just, oh, I can't even, mm, not fair. Let's just say the genetics, not even kind of fair competition. We have children that identify themselves as animals, or they call themselves furries, in schools and out of schools. They are wanting to have litter boxes put in bathrooms. They walk around like animals at recess time. 
We have, as the new things have coming out about Disney, which um, you've been on top of since a long, way before anything of this stuff yeah. has happened. Mm-hmm. We have the LGBTQ agenda being very, very, very pushed. And Disney's uh, movies and shows are um, promoting that. We have a woke agenda. Mm-hmm. We have, um, let's. what's our Supreme Court? What's her name? Oh, Katenji. Katenji Jackson. Jackson mm-hmm. uh, Katenji Jackson Brown. Yeah, Brown okay. Jackson. Yep. Um, she just got to be in the Supreme Court um, as the first woman, uh, black woman, who has been put on the Supreme Court, but yet she could not identify what a woman was. Mm-hmm. When asked the question, she could not identify what a woman was. So I say, what is this world coming to? Where are we? Why? Why? How did we get here? It just, our culture is absolutely messed up. And I feel like, like my head's on backwards because it's like, what is going on? Does anybody else see this? And as believers in Jesus Christ, we have to be standing firm and be standing for the truth in these situations. So these are just some of the things, which ones would you like to chat about and talk about? Well, in a, in a local school, um, in my area, they is the furry thing that's happening. So kids are wearing the cat ears. They have the tail. Um, they have collars, and collars mean certain things. If they have, you know, like an owner or um, that sort of thing. So they're walking around at recess with leashes. Um, they want litter boxes, even suing schools for that, um, so they can have that in the restrooms. And so it's just, where does it end? So the next thing is, what if a kid identifies as a bear? Then what? What are we going to do? So it just doesn't stop. And it's just having your kids sit next to this at school, that's hard to deal with. And just the desensitizing to the kids to saying, these things are okay. Well, it's clear in God's word that it's not. Why don't you read to us from 2 Timothy? Yeah, 2 Timothy 4, 2 through 4. Preach the word of God. Be prepared, whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For the time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and they will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. I mean, that's that's the absolutely perfect scripture for what is going on in our culture. Mm-hmm. All those things, and those were just a couple big situations or big headlines that we have heard about and are seeing in the media and in our culture. And that is exactly what we're happening. You can see the church, the culture, getting away from the Judeo-Christian belief system. And we are going to whatever itches our ears, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever sounds good. We're getting away from sound doctrine, which is the truth of God's word. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're left with. We can't identify if we're a boy or a girl, even though God's word said he created man and woman in his own image, mm-hmm. and there's only two, mm-hmm. man or woman. And when you don't have your identi- 
identity in Christ, you don't know who you are or what to believe. And so you go with the wind, so to speak, and figure out who you are. Well, I guess I'm this. I guess I'm that. I mean, girls and boys are kissing in the bathrooms to see, I guess I'm I'm a lesbian or I guess I'm gay. I guess that's what it is if I kind of liked it. They have no idea. So they're just being tossed to and fro for whatever the culture says. And kids are just getting desensitized over and over again from what they're watching. Like Disney, they're putting um, as much gay, pan, transgender, as much as they can into Disney so that kids are just desensitized over and over and over again um, to what God has created, and that is man and woman, male and female. And so I just see this blatant, not even sneaky, Mm-mm. blatant shift um, to Satan's agenda. Which reminds me, as you're saying that, as just as we're seeing this, this those some of those topics come out, it just reminds me of the blatant um, work of the evil one. He's not hiding anymore. Nope. Usually in our culture, he comes in many ways, distraction, um, uh, success, many drugs, alcohol, those sort of things. Now he's just all right showing his true colors. And we can see that like when you go to Target, when you go to Target, you can see, um, you can see, and maybe these are in other stores, maybe Walmart too. I don't know if I've seen that, Um, but you can see um, that there are books on witchcraft there are books on uh crystals there's books on the occult on tarot card reading Mm -hmm. and um just how to become a witch step one for beginners yep this is occult practices that are just being put in for these are the um, new releases Mm -hmm. that are coming out we need to be aware of what is going on and people and even in the christian culture Think yep. that it's okay to do crystals. Mm-hmm. It's okay to mess with astrology, um, reading of your sign, Gemini, and um, all of those sort of things. None of that is what uh, is in the Word of God. And if you don't know the Word and you're not on that solid rock and that solid foundation and knowing your identity, which it talks about a lot of that in Psalms, mm-hmm. um, which I'm going to read in a minute, you are... Inf- you're just you're you're listening to the culture mm-hmm. and then I was just thinking about um this year in my Bible study, I have read over and over and over again how God has written to his believers to watch out for false teaching to watch out for these myths and false teachers who are trying to intertwine things with um with scripture or with following Jesus. And I am studying right now in the book of Colossians and Paul is saying to the Colossians, "Watch out. Here they are. They're just adding a little to what it means to be a believer. They're adding this and adding that. Well, that's what they're doing now. So if I am studying um, to be a believer, but, oh, I'm going to add in these crystals or I'm going to look at these tarot cards. Oh, it's no big deal. You are intertwining these two different things. Then God says, have no place of that. Don't even look at it. Don't even listen to it. And, and here we are. We're listening. 
Yes, we have to be so aware. And I think that many people didn't don't know those things or the or the younger generation um i mean i know at christian schools there's people that um are doing those things because it's culturally acceptable in a christian school they're they're culturally acceptable so why shouldn't i why can't i do that too and um i just spoke to a group of youth about that um that no we are to have nothing to do with that that is a cult practice that is demonic practices that you are opening the door to and that is taking you into a demonic realm you are opening the door to the evil one and we don't want to mess with anything just like it said in second timothy we don't want to touch anything we don't want to mess with anything we don't want to touch anything that is not sound doctrine and that is the word of God. We get back to the word of God and standing on the truth of God's word which is the solid rock. It says in Matthew 7:24 through 27 it says any one who listens to my teaching and obeys me is wise like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain and rain comes in torrents and floodwaters rise and the wind beats against the house it won't collapse. Because it is built on the rock, but anyone who hears my teaching and ignores it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on the sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against the house, it will fall with a mighty crash. Jesus is speaking that the only true foundation is him. The only true foundation is the word of God. That is why God called me to do this podcast. He gave me an outlet which is called Solid Rock, as you know. It's because the solid rock is the only place where we can stand that doesn't move. God's word doesn't move. His his word doesn't change from the time that we're in, from when he um, breathed it to the disciples when they wrote that, um, or in the New Testament, or to Moses, or to um, the, the different people that wrote the word of God. It has not changed. It is applicable and uh, uh, able to apply to our lives this moment. That's the only thing that doesn't change. The culture, just like it says in James, you can be like a boat that shifts with the wind and the sails and you're drifting from side to side and going all over. But the word of God does not. Mm -hmm. That's why we as believers in Jesus Christ need to know the word and we need to know where our identity lies. Mm -hmm. And in Psalms um, 139, it talks about our identity. It says, thank you for making me uh, verse 14, so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion and I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. God has intentionally made us in his image, male or female, and he has made us wonderful. You are a gift, you are chosen, you are beloved. And this is what we need to be teaching our children. Mm -hmm. As parents, we need to be teaching our children these truths and anywhere we else get a platform to do that so that we can point people to where we can find the truth of what God says about who we are. Mm -hmm. And I think an important thing that's not happening in our culture that needs to happen is to correct these things when you see it in um, a friend or a family member um, and you see them going down this path. Well, God says clearly in Second Timothy 2 to patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people. 
with good teaching. So here we are is to point them to God and however the Lord leads you. But we don't say things now. We don't want to say anything that would offend people. And um, that's what we are. We're the church. And so that's what we're called to do. And so if you have that relationship with that person and you know right from wrong, don't like their their thing on Facebook mm-hmm. that says, hey, I'm in this gay relationship. Don't like it. That's encouraging it. Mm-hmm. You're not being different. But you can also meet with them and have those conversations. But you also have to know the word of God to do that. Yes, and you were also talking about uh, before this community, the importance oh. of community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, you know, it can feel lonesome at times to... Uh, stand for truth and not be with the world and um, feel more and more secluded um, as this shifting and sifting is happening. And I just was just telling Nicole how thankful I was for community because to have those like-minded believers who make you feel like you're not alone because you aren't and to encourage you um, and one another in this walk you know, and standing for truth. I have lots of friends that we share podcasts with or articles or um, encouragement just to stand firm and hold true to the faith. And so that is so uplifting and encouraging to have that um, on this hard walk because it can be very lonely and isolating at times. Absolutely, it can be. Yes, that that uh, that fellowship with other believers, we're called to sharpen one another and we're called to encourage one another and just like Lindsay said it can feel lonely when we're standing for truth um not everybody wants to walk that walk um and finding people that truly um want to take that stand um sometimes it can be few and far between but there are people out there and if you can find those people uh stick close as you encourage one another and as you pray pray for one another. And as you pray for these situations, we need to be praying, praying for our country, Mm -hmm. praying for our leaders. We need to be praying for these situations. We know that, um, we know that this has happened. Um, this is, you know, we're in the end times, what that looks like of how soon that is. But, um, we know that that's the time we're heading in and, um, that this is where we are in the world um, and what has happened as we're walking away from Judeo-Christian belief systems. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really important that we pray together. We need to pray for our nation, our leaders. We need to, and I know I need to do a better job remembering that. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I don't remember because I'm praying for many personal requests, um, so many personal requests that sometimes I forget myself. Um, So I say this for myself, Usually all these podcasts are for myself. <laughs> Nobody yeah. knows that they're usually that it's what God's teaching me mm-hmm. that then I share with others what he's been teaching me mm-hmm. and praying that it's an encouragement to you all. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what's going on in our in our nation. And as believers in Jesus Christ, we need to know the word. We need to stand on the word. We may not be swayed because we're rooted in the word. We need to have deep, deep roots. So when the wind and the storm and the culture says differently, we do not, sh- we might sway, but we don't become unrooted. Mm-hmm. Not saying sometimes life isn't hard and you can get beaten down and you're like, why Lord? Not saying that, but you didn't, you didn't uproot. 
your roots are deep. So they standing, they're standing firm. They're, they're solid Mm -hmm. and you are, um, able to stand against everything that's coming because you're on the solid rock. So, um, anything else you want to add? Um, I just keep thinking, you know, we don't have a lot of time left. We don't know, you know, the day or the hour that Jesus is coming back. But boy, Satan is coming on strong, real strong. And um, so we got to take notice of that. First of all, you got to know the word and revelation and see these things coming. But this is the time to be bold. Say those things. Encourage people. But um, just stand up for truth. It's hard. It is. But it's so worth it. And um, God will bless you for... um, obeying him and i think as we do that talking about encouraging people in love do does everybody want to hear that no Mm -hmm. um we're still called to say it but the key thing i think about that is we do it in love yep we do it in love we say it in a way that's loving because we care about the person's soul Mm -hmm. that is why we're saying what we're saying if it's a believer to um we are encouraging that person it could be like she was saying you know i saw somebody on facebook saying about their gay relationship or it could be the people that are living together who are not married who are doing all the things that married couples are doing and they post that you know mm-hmm. and i don't press like on that because it does not honor god mm-hmm. it does not it does that mean we haven't made mistakes in our life i'm not saying that we have and i have but I'm saying I'm still not going to agree with that. And I'm not going to say, yes, that part is right. I pray for that person. I love that person. But I still am not going to agree with that sin mm-hmm. that they're doing mm-hmm. and making the choice to do it. But we do it in love. Mm-hmm. We do it in love because yeah. we care for that person to be brought back to Christ and get back on the right track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, sister, any last words before we pray? Or That's it. Okay. Would you like to lead in prayer? Sure. Father God, we just thank you for this time where we can come together, Lord, and just talk about you and what you're teaching us, Lord. And God, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth, that it's never changing. It's always the same. You are the same from beginning to end, Lord. You are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and end. And we're so grateful um, for community. We're so grateful for um, this time that you have called us to live here. We could have been born at any other time, Lord, but this is the time that you've called us to. So please um, help us have the strength to be bold, to do what you've called us to do, to be obedient to you, Lord, and um, to be a light for you, Jesus. And it's all for your glory. It's all for your praise. It's all to um, make you shine brighter, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we just... um... We know, Lord Jesus, as today it happens to be Easter um, as we are doing this podcast. And um, Lord Jesus, today is that day where we celebrate what you have done. Lord Jesus, you are an alive and a living God. You mm-hmm. have been brought, um, you were brought to the cross for the sins of all mankind. My sins, my sister's sins, the world's sins, Lord Jesus. We put you on that cross. We nailed your hands to the cross. We nailed your feet and the crown of thorns and the spear in your side. Lord, we did that, Lord. And you did that and you were sinless. And you took all that upon yourself, Lord God. 
so that we may be having the opportunity to be known by you and to be loved by you and to have freedom and hope and joy and eternity with you, God. We thank you, Jesus, that you have done that. You've died on Good Friday, Lord Jesus, and you then rose again on the third day as we celebrate Resurrection Sunday. The tomb is empty. You are alive. You are at the right hand of the Father. You are living and a personable God. You want each one of us to have a personal relationship with you, Lord Jesus. Each one of us, you um, want us to be in that book of life, Lord Jesus, where we um, go and have an eternity with you, Lord Jesus. But Lord Jesus, we make a choice, Lord God. It says if we confess and acknowledge that you are Lord and Savior and believe in our hearts that you have died on the cross and rose again, we will be saved. We will be saved. So, Lord Jesus, I pray that the people that are hearing this podcast today, Lord Jesus, if they do not know you as Lord and Savior, that they would confess that you are Lord, that they would put their trust in you, Jesus, that they will come to know you as their Savior and Lord, that they know now that they have the hope of eternity, their sins are forgiven, Lord Jesus, and they will see you one day in heaven. What hope, what joy we have, what a day to celebrate it's the best day of the whole year is this day is the day that we celebrate when the Lord has done something no one else has ever done in history or time in the past and to come. No one has ever risen from the dead. So we thank you and praise you, God, for you are so good and so faithful. We love you so much, Jesus, and we thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining me on the podcast today. My prayer is that you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior and that you will be encouraged in your walk with him. May we stand on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Until next time.